0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592, or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Wednesday, July the 27th, 2016. Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. What do we do, the physical delivery of gold and silver? Give us a call, 1-800-951-0592, or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. It's as simple as point and click. What, do we, what else do we do? You know what we do? We deliver economics with attitude, and the man behind the entire delivery of that, the man behind the ability to offer you IRA rollover, the ability to offer you just... Hard asset product, online, or give us a call. He puts specials together every day. The ability to join people who are like-minded in a club that give you incredible discounts on a quarterly basis. Joe J. Quinter, the man behind it all. Hey, man, how are you on this Wednesday? Happy Hump Day. It's Hump Day. It is Hump Day. It is the Federal Reserve's... Every six-week
1: meeting, they're going to uh, once again espouse all their wisdom on why it is that things are the way that they are. Will they? Won't they? Are they ever? Sometime later, talking about interest rates, or well, I, let's face it, let's call it, what it is the lack thereof. And as I've been telling all of you, this is a financial problem. And the best way to deal with this financial problem is to make sure that you're protected. Because this problem has not been solved. They tried to tell you they solved it. Of course, this is why you listen right here, because you know as well as I, it hasn't been solved. Right? The banks that needed to fail didn't fail. Right? The debt bubble that needed to be popped didn't get popped. Now you have banks sending letters to their clients saying, get ready, we're going to start charging you for deposits. And I'm not talking about banks that nobody's ever heard of. Royal Bank of Scotland. RBS, Right? They run those commercials on, on the idiot box all the time. A.B.N. Ambrose. Right, from the Netherlands, they also run all those commercials and now we're going to hear words of wisdom from Janet Yellen right, somehow they've got the cure which is what, more debt they've got the cure what, more easy money policy right, allowing companies, they buy back their own stock, they don't create real jobs anymore and I'll tell you what, today they got a nice little trio of economic data that will allow them to continue to say, Well, we no, we're we're still talking about raising rates, but we're not going to durable goods. You know, it's so funny. Two of the biggest reports, and really there were three. The the three biggies GDP durable goods pending home sales. I mean, those used to be... That was the Federal Reserve. That was their playbook. If GDP was below 3%, they were talking about rate cuts. If it was in the ones or less than 1%, they were cutting rates. Now they're talking about, oh, well, maybe we're going to rise, you know, maybe we're going to rise because GDP is 1%, maybe 2 if you're lucky. Durable goods came out today. Biggest miss in years. Miss to the upside? No. Nobody's building anything here. Biggest miss in years on durable goods this morning, and then the big slap in the face was pending home sales. Because you know the new home sales number came out yesterday It was an okay and that was a good number. The problem is that's the smallest part of the housing market. Pending home sales, uh, it was for June. June is supposed to be the biggest month of the year. When you track home sales, right? June's the big month, mostly because what you want to get that you want to get into that new house and move into that new school district before the kiddies go back to school, right? And you want to wait to move until what? The kids get done with school, right? So June is always the big month, came in with a big miss today. Uh, then the other surprise was crude oil, now down to 41. Looking like, Looks like crude's going back into the 30s, which, you know, we live in this world now where apparently low oil prices is bad. That's another one of those things that makes no sense.
0: It doesn't make any sense. You know, while you were gone, there was a couple things I was keeping track of, and I kept bringing up the numbers as they kept coming last week. B of A, 2,700 layoffs last Monday. Comerica, 1,400 layoffs on Wednesday. Thursday General Mills announced 1400 layoffs. This morning eBay announced 2400 layoffs and right here in our headlines on our own webpage at allamericangold.com doesn't have a number just yet, but Caterpillar
1: Caterpillar's in to number I've of got it ri- I've actually got it written down in my notes. Caterpillar, John Deere's laid off 2000 more people as well and and you brought up the Who's bank.
0: buying homes?
1: Yeah, you brought up the bank. And I haven't talked about the banks here because I missed it. Their earnings, as Homer was going through, they came out with earnings uh, last week. But I told you yesterday, their earnings way down, way down. And then today, uh, well, I, I want to say it was—I I, I, want to say it was Deutsche Bank. Earnings were off ninety-eight percent. This is what I told you is going to happen. Maybe you're going to start listening. I don't know when you're going to get it through your head. Maybe I got to yell at you. On Monday, I told you all, buy silver. You didn't do it. Silver's back above $20 this morning. I told you. You got to wake up. We're going to talk about will they, won't they, what they're going to say, not going to say. But we're really going to talk about where is the economy and where is the dollar really headed. Peter Radio News Hour We've got a great show for you. Why pay less when you can pay more? Just keep waiting. And you too can pay more for your hard assets. This is one of the things that I've been warning you about, telling you about trying to get you to understand You know, and it's funny because I've been reading a lot uh, 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 from guys I really respect. A lot of names that most people don't know of or hear a lot about. They're not on the, the, the weekly CNBCs or the Fox businesses touting their own wares. But they're all talking about what is really coming next and talking about the, the worry that they have is you cannot be late. In other words, what they think it's going to be is a very substantial crash in the equities and bond markets. And I'm talking, you know, you, you remember the financial crisis it wasn't that long ago. Wall Street won't open. That's what's coming. but this time it really won't open because they didn't fix any of the things that they promised they were going to fix. Here's how they fixed too big to fail. Remember, too big to fail was the problem. right? Liar loans, those were the problem. They haven't fixed any of them liar loans are back. they're out there. Look at the auto loan market. I, I can't tell you how many articles I've seen now talking about the disaster that's going on in the automobile market. All right Of course, you know these new cars are 30, 40, 50,000 dollars and that's just for a run-of-the-mill one. And people are having a hard time paying the bill go figure. Too big to fail? You know how they fixed too big to fail? They stuck it to you and I. Don't try. Just try. Don't don't actually forget that. Don't try this. It's impossible to be a productive member of society today without having your money in a bank. It's impossible. And yet, they, instead, of, they've created these monstrosity banks, these global institutions that have become so important and so massive that if any of them even thought about failing, the whole system goes down they talk about. Oh, no, we've got this plan. We, we can have an organized shutdown of the bank. Yeah, okay, you're going to organize a, a controlled shutdown of J.P. Morgan. It's not going to affect B of A, Wells Fargo, Citigroup. Of course it is. You think don't, don't the bank could go under and it's not going to affect us? Of course it will. You think Royal RBS could go out of business and have no effect on you? You bet it will. You know it will. You know that's the part that gets me the most. Because you know I'm right. You know it. And you sit there and you watch and, and, and as I educate you and as I teach you and you see the things that I told I told you six months ago. Get ready for what these banks are gonna start doing. This is how worthless fiat money really is. They're going to start charging you to put the money in the bank. And our Federal Reserve is going to come out today and talk about rate hikes. <laughs> you know what? I got a beautiful oceanfront property to sell you right here in Arizona. There's no water in this state anywhere. But you'd have to believe that if you're going to believe any of the bull that Janet Yellen's going to talk about today. Of course, they're not going to raise rates. I mean, let's not get carried away. And they're going to pretend. I mean, I believe it or not. You want to see gold go to 2000 before the end of the year? Haven't raised rates today. Oh, but it would be the greatest thing ever. It won't happen, but it'd be awesome. It really would be. Because you know what? Everybody with a IQ higher than room temperature would be immediately be calling their gold guy and buying gold. Because they know they can't handle it. I explained to you yesterday how we are stuck in the, the horrible financial problem that they've caused, which is all of these super ultra-low rates are killing banks. But if we raise them, it will absolutely destroy any of these fake debt numbers that they like to throw out in our face every day. How would you like it if you woke up yesterday and I told you, hey, uh, the Obama administration said the national debt is going to be $2 trillion this year. That's what it would be if the Fed's fund rate was at four percent, two trillion, right? And they'd all be going, "Oh, this is not sustainable. This is horrible. Jet the GDP; it's out of control." Right? Hide the women and children. But because they come out and say it's only going to be six hundred billion, somehow it's okay. That's all right. If the, you know, the banks go under. It's okay. They won't go under. Instead, they'll just charge you to put your money in there. What do you think? And I don't know who the billionaires and the millionaires are in Europe. But what do you think they're going to do when their bank sends them that little letter, that little form letter saying, hey, uh, by the way, starting on – January 1st, 2017, we're going to charge you for the money that you have in your bank. What do you think those rich guys are going to do? Hey, how much room, how big of a vault you got there? Well, turn my cash into gold and put it in there instead. You know, that was the thing. And I listened to these bankers and it's at nauseating levels talking about, why you didn't want to own gold. I remember when I first started working with Eric, before when I first met Eric. I was like everybody else. Right? I was an uneducated idiot. I was. I believed everything. If it was on TV, right, if Jim Cramer said it or somebody or Mark Haynes or... Whoever it was that was out there, Charlie Gasparino or Mar- Maria Bartiroma, it must be true. And then you started realizing, right? First, you, all of a sudden, the NASDAQ just implodes. <laughs> all of a sudden, right? he's not as dumb as he looks. This guy may be onto something. And, right? of course, we watch gold take off and and all these bankers were like you don't want to own it it doesn't pay interest (laughs) would that mean you don't want your money in the bank because they charge you interest what options do you have Right? wouldn't that be the same thing where's that time to wake up and understand what really is happening here. They didn't solve it. They made it worse, not better. And so when you start thinking about what what, what the Donald, Hillary, look how upset people are. Right? The Sanders those guys, they're protesting everywhere. They're going nuts, and everybody's upset.
0: Even Hollywood... Season Sorandon comes out, just <laughs> Dude, so upset. I mean, who is she? Just an actress. And I'm just here to tell you, I guess I have to go for, Do- for Donald. She, was, she, she was said. Really
1: good in Bull Durham.
0: Oh, she's great, Bull Durham. <laughs> Sexy, lovely lady. Yeah, all Democrat. Not today. Not with Hillary. She says I'm going, Dom. That's just interesting to me. People are having to pick a side of the fence because that's all you got.
1: And I'm going to tell you, there's a reason why. It's a financial problem. It's a dollar problem. It's a fiat money problem, and there's no way out. Well, there is. It's going to happen, and you know we act like there's no way out. It was like like the world's never seen it before. Yes, we have. We've seen it at if an item they you just don't want to pay attention long enough to see it. We're talking about, we're not just talking about these little banks. You know, I, I and I tell this story and I keep going back to it because it's this important. Ever since, the, you know, the creation of this Federal Reserve that we have, that was a private little deal by the four wealthiest families in the world working in cahoots with select politicians that so happened to have either they were married to one of the the daughters or one of the sisters of these wealthy families because at that time there was no women in Congress or their sons were married to one of the daughters of these wealthy families. Go figure that. Pulled the wool over all of America's eyes. On their deathbed. Finally would admit that, yeah, we did it. Yeah, no, if anybody had found out that we had done it, no way we would have had a central bank. And of course, I told you about G. Edward Griffin in his book, Creature from Jekyll Island, about how it was all about power and control. Too many other banks were taking away their depositors, and they gained control. Let I me mean, think back to 1971 when they really went into hyper fiat money. Just go look at the stocks. Go look at the debt charts. Look at gold charts. You can just see the skyrocketing all starts from there. You know, there was almost 20,000 banks back then. You know how many banks are left? Right? We're down to 5,000 and dwindling. Right? They just keep falling by the wayside. Right? More power, more control. Think about who in the right mind would say, I got a great idea. Let's have 80, 90% of all the deposits in five banks and only those five banks. What could go wrong with that plan? Of course, what a brilliant plan. If you're one of those five banks, hey, we're so big, they got to bail us out all the time right hey listen if we can't bail out fine we' we'll, we'll just start charging customers deposit money there you go either way we're gonna make it either way and we've had this huge explosion now that lasted decades the debt you know I talked yesterday about all the cities, the states, the teachers' unions, the fire unions, the police unions, the city worker unions, you name it, all these pension funds and how broke they are. Huge article out of the LA Times, the largest of them all, CalPERS. This is California's pension fund, $300 billion they only got a return eight percent plus a year to make money
0: Man, he was backwards
1: welcome back Pedro radio news hour our toll-free number 800 nine five one zero five nine two uh gold's up five almost six dollars this morning thirteen twenty six dollars uh we talked about silver already uh silver's above twenty dollars to the ounce could have bought it for four hundred and sixty-five dollars on Monday. Today it's four hundred eighty, and I'm telling you, still buy it. Buy it before it's five hundred, buy it before it's six hundred. US twenty dollar gold pieces. This is the last day I'm doing it. Fourteen twenty five on US twenty dollar gold pieces. Uh, this morning at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Talking about buying twenty dollars gold pieces at ninety nine dollars over spot. That's that's all you can do. If you're not smart enough to take advantage of it, that's your problem. But when we're sitting here and we're looking at what is next. and you you start thinking about all of the things, whether it be the national debt, the federal debt, you look at the balance sheets of these central banks, you look at how all of the central banks, you know what they're doing a month now in quantitative easing globally? $180 billion a month. About $2 trillion a year in pretend money. Buying up pretend debt well it's buying up real debt that they're pretending is going to be paid and then you start looking at all of the pension funds, by the way right on cue S&P downgraded the state of Kansas last night they are now the ninth state that is on not only downgrade, credit watch, of course, Illinois, the worst of them, California, not far behind, right? New Jersey, Pennsylvania, I mean, Kentucky. By 2020, that number's going to be double. I'm talking about almost half the country. This is how bad, even I, you you, you don't know until they tell you. CalPERS. You know what they got? You know, we, we talked yesterday about this 10-year average thing. And it was at like 7.2, which is still not enough. You know, we know that they needed, most of them were in the 8th during that time, that 10-year time. Now, now they've gotten tough. Oh, seven and a half. We'll, we'll, we'll tighten the purse string. You know what Calpers got last year? They didn't get 7.5. And get seven. And we get six, five, four, three, two. You can get any of those. They got a GDP number. You know what it did to the unfunded liabilities? And don't worry, you know, that's only a couple million people that depend on this fund for their retirement. Unfunded liabilities rose forty percent. They say that CalPERS in the next four years, if this continues, which I'm telling you it's going to. I mean, we're in this whole new era now. We'll get to that in a minute. That their unfunded liabilities could exceed the total fund itself by 2020. You're talking about a $300 billion fund. That would be, hey, we're, we're, we got a little problem in our three hundred billion dollar fund. We need that fund to be a six hundred billion dollar fund, not a three hundred. You know, just a little problem. Don't worry though. I mean, could you imagine? By the way, we were in, you know, we with the the ship we went on we left out of Long Beach. You know, it was so funny because my mom was with us and we drove. Uh, me, Sarah, my mom, and my boys. And we were just... And I'm not saying that Arizona's clinging. But California is a dump. Those freeways are just, just trash everywhere. I mean, i you know, I got images of the crying Indian commercial, you know. But you go to California, they're broke. The roads there stink. They don't got any money. Could you imagine when they got to start paying out this money out of this pension plan and the money's not there? What do you think? Oh, don't worry. There's only two million more people that need a government handout. And CalPERS, this article, the L.A. Times, just a great article. Talking about how CalPERS, oh, they got real tough and said oh we we're, we're forecasting a seven point five percent return that would be wonderful if the fed funds rate was at five and a quarter, they could buy a ten year note right and get seven and a quarter seven and a half. see how that worked problem is just like all the other whether it's a federal government, city government, state government, this, the state of California, <laughs> the interest they'd have to pay on the debt that they need to sell would have exploded. See, it's another one of those catch-22s. And the funny part is, is guess who's really ultimately going to hurt? Yeah, the state of California can borrow money for less now. Who cares? If our pension plan goes bust. Now, that's just the regular citizenry. And it's this way everywhere. You know, and I laugh and I think about all of you out there with these annuities and you think, oh, no, it's going to be great. It it says it's guaranteed. The commercial said so. And the guy that sold it to me, I mean, I know he was a used car salesman uh, just a year ago, but he told me, oh, don't worry read the fine print. It's only guaranteed if they can afford to pay you. (laughs) Right? And then nothing. All of those things were bust during the financial crisis. All of them. Do you know how most of them did things? They bought these long-term bonds. That's how it worked they can't do it anymore right just like when you remember just 10 15 years ago they swore to you all as you needed to do was save your money and as soon as you got to the age of 55 you put, you put it in the bond you get out of that risky stuff don't you dare be in the stuff that's not... that's risky you buy bonds and you know what? You're going to get a 7 or 8% return, and you live off that interest. That would be real tough living today, wouldn't it? Because you don't get any interest at all. But somehow they fixed it. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, 800-951059 two it's time make sure you're ready for what's coming i mean you see boeing had its first quarterly loss in seven years today but things are okay don't worry don't cut enough u.s worker jobs to fix that problem for the next quarter how about this one How bad is it really getting out there? You know, you think about Sports LA, you think about Sports Authority, and now this out. Kmart says it isn't closing all of its stores. Nope. That's the company's official policy, and that's what they'll tell anyone who asks. Yes, they're closing some stores, both gradually and in big batches. But that's part of the company's "quote unquote" transformation from a traditional store network-based retail model business to a more asset-light. I like that word. Got a whole new term: asset-light, member-centric, integrated retailer. I'm trying to say that fast. Yet employees are are now worried that the whole chain is about to shut down. Kmart is denying the report, but they say that the frightening thing is that employees reported to Business Insider that stores have mysteriously disintegrated. Phase 1 and Phase 2, they call it. Those phases totally do not have anything to do with whether the stores are closing, management tells them. The phases, they say, are a path to the profitability that just isn't working yet. Exactly what are these phases? Purging the warehouse. Those are the back rooms. You got to have, you know, stores that big. You got to have stuff in the back. Says putting all of the stock that's left out on the sales floor, a silent sort of liquidation. They say that Sears Holdings spokesman told Business Insider that this is not the case and that warehouse purges are part of an effort to keep employees out in the store amongst customers. (laughs) <laughs> Listen In my life I worked For a, a chain that went under I did Worked for a retailer that did This is exactly This is a textbook Going out of business Routine Why is it important I, You know what let, Let's say I can't even tell you The last time I was in a series Or a Kmart I don't chop there, neither does anybody else. That's the problem. But why is it important? You're talking about thousands of locations empty. You know, you start thinking about what the 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 big debt boom was built on. What's that? Every exit off the freeway strip mall loaded with the same stores block after block, exit after exit. And they're all starting to empty out again. Right? Going out of business signs. You see them all over the place now. And this isn't the the little store. These are the big box stores. What's all of that stuff built on? It's all debt. It's all been sold. Somebody's holding the note. You know, you think about the commercial property and all the debt that's there, and you think about all the retailers and now the restaurants. You see McDonald's, the big breakfast boom, the all-day breakfast boom, looks like it's come to an end. Starbucks. But even they said they didn't go up this year. Now they're calling it a restaurant recession, right? That just popped up this week. Well, if we've got a durable goods recession, we've got a manufacturing recession, we've got a restaurant recession, we've got a retail recession, what does that equal? Recession. (laughs) I don't know what else you can say other than recession. (laughs) Recession. (laughs) <laughs> right? The only thing that you've got, right, is companies that buy back, look at all the earnings. Right? Caterpillar sees, here's the headline in the Wall Street Journal. Quarterly profits beat expectation. You're like, hey, Joe says things are bad. Caterpillar sees no end to slump. Company cuts forecast ag- again, warns of more layoff. Second quarter sales of machines and engines fell 17% from a year ago. These are huge drops. These are drops. We, we haven't seen these things. And let's face it, here's the funny thing 2015 was a bad year for Caterpillar. And you start looking at all the financial engineering that I've told you about. That's all Wall Street is. It's one big financially engineered rally. Even Janet Yellen, you know, we've had warnings from central bankers before. We have. Remember Alan Greenspan? Right before the dot-com bubble, he called it frostiness, irrational exuberance. And Janet Yellen said the same thing last month. No one's listening. Paved to radio news hour. Final segment. We're about an hour away from the releasing of the Federal Reserve minutes from their two-day meeting that they had. I'll save you the suspense. They won't raise rates. But they'll say that, you know, it's still on the table. You know, we talked about the table. It is. It's it's there. It's underneath all the dishes and the, you know, the, the cups, all the napkins and the dirty plates. But it's on the table. Don't worry. Stacked underneath all the bills and all their... 401k statements that they stopped opening. It's all there. But when you really look at, at what the real true issue is, and until we're ready to talk about it and deal with it, it can never be fixed. Unfortunately, what they're, what they're doing now is they're pouring the gasoline on. You know, they're pouring the gasoline on, and it's just a matter of of when does it catch on fire? Because really, when you think about we're already, already, central banks are spending $180 billion a month buying up debt. And it's not enough. It's not enough. Right? They're all going to go lower. Right, Japan, we just don't know how. They're going to do something. We just don't know what. Yeah, we'll find out. I, I, I think that's Thursday. How much more are they going to buy? How low can they go? Right, and now you have some of the world's largest banks getting ready to say, listen, if we're going lower, we got to start charging people. And, of course, You know, you you sit there and you think to yourself, that'll never happen. Could you imagine five years ago being on the air? Hey, get ready. Before uh, 2020, banks are going to charge you to put your money in the bank, right? I'd be a moron. Could you imagine talking to any of these central bankers like Janet Yellen or, or Greenspan or any of these guys and saying, hey, what do we think would happen? Oh, that'll never happen. Right, here we are. Now they're trying to pretend like it's it's okay. The only thing that, that uh, really is okay is the fact that because they haven't allowed for true price discovery, you're still able to buy gold and silver this inexpensively. And yes, I'm telling you, it's inexpensive right now. Yeah, it's a lot more expensive than it was in January. But the realities are really simple. Look at the demand numbers. I don't know if you saw the numbers out of the Royal Mint. I think Ramon's got it. Matter of fact, today's website, Ramon, was just great. It was just a great website today. Get out there. Educate yourself. They made more money than they've ever made in the history in England because so many people were buying gold and silver getting ready. And this is happening everywhere. It's happening in Japan. It's happening in Europe. It's happening right here. I don't look at the numbers. You know, I think about when I first started with Eric Silver Eagles as an example. I think it was like six million the first year I worked here. This year it's going to be somewhere close to fifty million. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two U.S. twenty dollar Liberties at fourteen and a quarter, Silver Eagles at four eighty.